0: What's up, principals, and welcome to the Principal Crew Podcast. My name is Adam Welcome. I'm a principal, I'm your host, and this is the podcast that is all about principals and leadership all of the time because that's what we do. Today is one of the special feature days when I have an assistant principal on the podcast. And this assistant principal that I'm going to talk with today is super awesome. It's also kind of special because I know this person. We've hung out. In person in Tennessee, her home state, with another uh, mutual friend of ours. So it's uh it's super exciting to have Haley Richardson on the podcast. Haley, welcome to the show.
1: Well, thank you for asking me to be a part of it. I'm excited.
0: Totally. So, Haley, for the people that don't know who you are, can you tell us about yourself, where you work, what you do? Just kind of give us the lowdown of Haley.
1: Uh, Well, this is my fourth year as an assistant principal at a high school um, just outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Um, Before I was an assistant principal, I actually did work here. I was the uh, math interventionist um, in our RTI program for two years, mainly working with freshmen. Um, And before I did that, my background was sixth grade math for seven years at the middle school, which was actually one of our feeder schools to the high school. So a lot of our kids, I I've seen them grow up from sixth grade to their senior year. So that's pretty cool.
0: That's super special. And I didn't realize you were a math person. You and my wife would get along really well because she has that math brain as well. So I think your situation is actually similar to a lot of other people where they worked at the school, where they maybe then... became an administrator. Was that hard for you to go from like the teaching side to the leadership side at all? And what advice would you give to people if they are in that situation?
1: Um, Part of it was a little hard, but I think it was just more in my mind hard the way I I don't know, I think I made myself more nervous about um, having that transition. But just my personal circumstance, my department I was in was so small, Um, just being an interventionist. So I I collaborated a lot with like the freshman level math teachers. Um, But other than that, I was only here for two years prior to becoming an administrator here. Um, So I didn't have that like friend relationship with just i mean with everyone in the building we have uh, i mean almost 120 ish teachers in the building and so i mean i was close to the freshman group but they made it a, a really easy transition i think i got a lot of practice with um with doing professional development and I had already had practice of doing that and presenting and so I think a lot of them knew me in that capacity a little bit anyways but I mean it's just it's probably more in your head than it other than what other people are thinking.
0: No I, I completely agree and I think it's also how you carry yourself and how you treat people and if you're if you're respectful and respect the job and respect people, then people shouldn't have a problem Mm -hmm. with moving from teaching to administration. So a lot of people, and I know I was in this position when I was a teacher and I was looking to get my first administrative job like you, I was an assistant principal, and it, it can be hard to get that first that first job. What recommendation or advice would you give to people that are in the classroom that are an aspiring leader that are trying to get that first leadership job? What should they be doing? What should they be thinking about? Who should they be talking with? Obviously, have all your certifications and everything. But in addition to that, what would you recommend people do?
1: Um, make it known to your administrators that you are wanting to move up into leadership because there are plenty of leadership roles. I know it varies um, depending on what school you're at, what level you're at, you are at. But there's a lot of leadership opportunities just for teachers. And the more that you can do um, just to help grow in those leadership areas, the better and just making it known. So, I mean, I had a teacher recently who's been here while kind of let me know she was ready to move up into leadership and kind of asked the same thing, you know, what what does she need to do? And so I was like, well, that was the first step. You just let me know because I didn't know. So just making it known, having that conversation with your administrators and seeing what's available for you, what would be a good fit in the school, just to get you going in the right direction.
0: Yeah, I think so many people are just too quiet, they don't talk out loud enough. I know when I was a teacher in Hungary to become an an administrator, we had a new principal come on board and I let her know, and she, I saw something in, in her eye, like, ooh, I'm gonna have a job for you. And I ended up picking up the leadership The leadership uh, things that nobody else wanted to do, but it was great experience and just know that you're not going to do it forever. It's totally okay. Um, Talk about your involvement in your local Tennessee uh, admin organization. I know that you are, you're connected in that and just what you get from being connected in a professional organization with other leaders. Can you speak about that?
1: Um, Yeah, and I mean, I hate to say this, unfortunately, this year has been a little bit tougher to stay connected, of course, but um, yeah, just coming up with ideas and especially um, with our school of how to keep students engaged and parental involvement is a challenge that we face at our high school, particularly. So just being able to collaborate with other administrators who are going through the same things and just to get some creative ideas, because I mean, you can come up with as many ideas as you, I don't know, it's just, it's so much nicer to hear feedback from other people of what they're doing and tailor it to your needs at your school. Um, So we just try to do that a lot and just go back and forth of ways we can make discipline better or PLC stronger or school involvement, um, how to keep the morale up just different things. So just coming up with new ideas and then making sure that you make them fit to your school.
0: Yeah, that's it's I, I always I was talking to my superintendent today about like I'm feeling kind of lonely because Administration can be lonely. And I think, especially right now, I mean, my school is 100% virtual and I'm just not seeing people. And you gotta keep those connections up. It's so super important. So, we first connected, I think, on Instagram. I'm a runner and uh, your good friend, mutual friend, obviously, Kyle Nix. What's up, Dr. Kyle Nix? Shout out to Kyle, who has moved on from the assistant principal role to being a principal. And we first connected on Instagram on I think over running and uh, we just, you know, I was seeing you run and I was running and just a bunch of different races and marathons. And, uh, and then we connected in person when I was in Tennessee and uh, you Kyle and myself got to hang out and have dinner together. Um, but what is your approach to being a, a runner and being a mom and being an assistant principal and, and being a wife? I don't use the word balance, because I think balance is really hard to sustain. And I mean, I see you on Instagram, Haley, at four in the morning, getting your workout in. And that's just exactly how my wife and I are we, we got to get it done. And sometimes, you know, other things need to fall off. But how do you approach all of that and do it well and do it with fidelity, and just not get burned out?
1: Well, I mean, I think I agree with what you said. Like there is no balance because the priorities change every week of what needs to take priority and how my schedule works. And sometimes I don't balance as well as others, and it changes and and that's okay. But no, it just changes weekly. But for me, I know like my workouts set my tone for the day. And For me, I know getting up that early can be really hard, but that's the time I know it's uninterrupted. And there are days where you'll see I post about doing my workouts in the evenings with my kids around. And I mean, it's just harder. And then part of it is the mom guilt of should I be doing this right now or should I be more focused on them, which I know is all in my head also, um, because it's not a bad thing that they're seeing me do that either. But for me, it's just, I know if I'm laying there at 345, when my alarm goes off, like sometimes it takes me 10 minutes to talk myself into it. But ultimately, I'm like, this is the uninterrupted time. This is, I know I'm going to get it done. And it's just going to set the tone for my day. And I mean, I know what it does for me mentally and health wise. And I'll be thinking about all day. I didn't get my run done this morning. And so to me, that's not worth it hitting snooze a few more times. And so for me, that's always a priority at 3.30. And once I get that done, then I can focus everything everywhere else better.
0: Yeah, I set my alarm for 4am. And I can't tell you how many days a week that I actually wake up at 358 and look over. And I say, Oh, okay, like, I'm right, my body's on time. And yeah, to your point, it can be hard some days, but I try to flash forward to the end of the day. And I don't want that regret. And, you know, like, I, I understand that parent guilt. Years ago, I stopped having guilt because I'm a better parent and a better husband when I've had my workout in. It's just like anything. If, if I haven't, I get cranky. So just to shift gears a little bit, what is a leadership book that you read that maybe changed your outlook on leadership? Or is there a book that when you're talking to another assistant principal or an aspiring leader, you recommend like this is the book that you got to read based on leadership?
1: um well there's several um that we've read in the past couple of years I will say my most recent one and I'm not just saying this was your last one that you put that you put out that um I'm sorry so the the teachers the teachers one that you put out Teachers and just, deserve it mm-hmm. the teachers deserve it yes mm-hmm. sorry teachers deserve it and I read that I guess a couple of months ago and to me, that was so important this year in particular because we are asking so much of our teachers right now in my district in Tennessee. We are hybrid. So it's it's a lot of work when you've got students in the classroom and outside of the classroom and just how much we're asking of them. And so for me, I'm I'm realizing my my perspective is changing. My priorities have changed have changed on just my daily routine because I know right now I feel like my priority is number one to support the teachers and because when they're supportive and they feel supported and appreciated they're going to be able to perform better for their students and do everything they can for the kids and so for me like that was very relevant just the timing of that that you put that book out for this year in particular.
0: Well, thank you, Haley. I was not expecting that recommendation, but (laughs) I definitely appreciate it. We love talking about books on the Principal Crew podcast. I want to talk about TikTok now. So (laughs) anybody that follows you on social media knows that I think usually on Fridays, you post like a lip sync song, dance, and usually you have the the same student in there and I told you before the show in my house my kids and even my wife who loves to dance will say hey did your friend in Tennessee post one of those dance pictures and I want to know how did that start and also what does it do for connecting with your high school students because I think that's probably got to be a challenge high school students are not going to read your email that you send them they're not going to listen to the robo call but Chances are most of them are probably on TikTok. So how did it come about? Who's your other, your other partner in there? And uh, just what has it done for the connection with, with kids out of high school?
1: So my regular partner that you see on there, he is a former student. He's one of those who I've known since he was a sixth grader. He's already graduated, um, but he does come back and help um, with our front office staff um, this year. But yeah, he's well-known. By a lot of teachers and the students here and so we did it week one the first week of school just for fun because then he was going off to college and it just seemed like something fun but then we turned it into an every friday thing and occasionally i get more of my students here involved too it's just harder because i don't want to do that during the school day we've done a few during lunch and a few during early morning bus duty when they're sitting in the gym or the cafeteria just for fun but yeah i mean they they get to see me be human. And I mean, and, and and that's, and that's a balance. So I try, they know it has to be appropriate songs. appropriate <laughs> dancing. I make that very clear. I had to turn a few of them down. I'm like, nope, not that one. Sorry, y'all know better, um, but, but they know. And I think it just helps them know, yes, I'm your assistant principal. Yes, I know that I tell you mask up, pants up, hood down all day long, but I'm also human too. And, and so they see that side. And so I think um, just they'll say hi to me in the hallway. And I mean, and I try to get to know their names too. And so it just, it makes it more of like a family atmosphere in the building, at least for me and the relationships that I have with those students also.
0: Yeah, I love it. So I'm an ed- elementary school and pants up mask up is just not something that we say it's such a it's such a different world so okay tell me about coffee like how important coffee is to you what your favorite kind of coffee like what do you put in your coffee I just to tell me because I know you and Kyle posted about coffee forever, like every day just give me the quick rundown on how Haley takes her coffee
1: Oh, I honestly just take it black. (laughs) That's my preference. I don't need anything in it. I just want black coffee and I'll drink it hot. I'll drink it iced. I'll drink Today I treated myself to a cold nitro brew. And, but like, I mean, that's as fancy as as I get with the coffee. Anything else is more like a dessert, but yeah, I'm drinking it in between sets when I'm working out as soon as I'm done running. And then sometimes in the afternoons.
0: Yeah, same. So when I met my wife, she, um, my wife and your husband have very similar jobs. My wife's a PA, your husband's an MP, very, very, very similar uh, professions in medicine. And I remember when we first started dating, I said, do you drink coffee? No. Do you drink tea? No. I'm like, what do you do in the morning? You know, like, and she used to work in the emergency department. So she didn't really have a morning, but I'm like, you will come home from a 10 mile run and I'll have the Coffee pot still there, and it's cold, and that's the first thing that I will do when we get home. So, uh, two more questions, Haley. Talk about your leadership team at a high school. So. At a, at a huge high school, like, like you have, you know, there's multiple assistant principals, there's principals, maybe there's deans and everything else. How do you just work as a team together? Because I, I talk to a lot of people that just struggle, they, they don't get along with this person or their principal or this or that. So what are some strategies that you use to really work as a team?
1: Oh, we make sure that we actually meet and see each other and, and communicate. Um, our admin team, we meet, I mean, every Tuesday at the same time. We know, do not schedule anything during this time unless it's just a super emergency. And the same with our instructional coaches. We meet with them once a week at this time as well. Um, we do have deans and those deans are split up. Each assistant principal has two underneath us just for alphabet purposes. Um, just to keep that organized so I'm over the end of the alphabet at our school all grade levels s through z and so I have a male and a female dean and so we meet once a week too and I just feel like just that clear communication and expectations and just making sure that you are communicating weekly and at least having conversations of what's going on in the building um, just that clarity I think keeps everything in line and just I don't know it it creates a smooth working environment for me. Um, when you're very clear about what the expectations are, what the procedures are, and just communicating that when any issues coming up, come up knowing they feel comfortable coming to you and approaching you and talking about um, anything that needs to be discussed. And so we don't really have to, I don't, I don't think we have a communication issue just because I feel like everyone, we, we meet enough to know it's okay to talk bring certain things up if you of questions.
0: Yeah, I talk to assistant principals that don't meet with their teams on a regular basis. And I just don't know how you get anything done unless you're meeting and building relationships and communicating and Uh, yeah, super important. So Haley, part of this podcast is amplifying the voices of all the leaders that I talk to from around the country. So to end the podcast, I'm going to pass the microphone over to you. What would you like to say to all the aspiring principals and assistant principals and principals that listen to this show?
1: Oh man, if you are an aspiring assistant principal, when that opportunity comes up, I mean, Don't be afraid to just, to just go for it. I mean, you've, there's a reason you feel the way you do. And there's a reason you're in the position that you're in. And when that opportunity opens, I mean, it's going to be scary. You're never going to feel a hundred percent ready ever. So this is my fourth year as an assistant principal, and I'm still learning things every week, every day. And that's good. You should never stop learning. So you're never going to feel a hundred percent ready. So like my background was elementary education and now I'm a high school assistant principal. So I I would have never thought, but just how the positions worked out, just where I was, the opportunities I was granted, I'm where I'm supposed to be because I've learned so much and I continue to learn so much. And so you're never going to feel hundred percent ready, but don't let that stop you.
0: That is such good advice. It's kind of like, having kids you're never a hundred percent ready just no. start the family and you know it's gonna work it out and you yes, put energy
1: we're, we're all winging it a little bit oh
0: a hundred percent especially people <laughs> like you and me and trying to like work out and bring the kids on the runs and everything yeah. else so well my friend it was so good to talk with you thank you so much for just your experience and your wisdom and keep making those uh tick tock videos because i know my kids like to see them and everybody listening to the podcast. Thank you. As always, make sure to subscribe, leave a review, share with your friends, and I hope that you have an absolutely amazing day.